Welcome to Divorce Dialogues. I'm Katherine Miller. Divorce Dialogues brings expert guests to the airways to talk through your divorce questions and fill in the gray areas about separating. From thinking about divorce, to how to behave during divorce, to what to do after, this is Divorce Dialogues. I'm Katherine Miller, and this is Divorce Dialogues. I'm the founder of the Miller Law Group, a trainer at the, under, the Center for Understanding and Conflict, and I am on a mission to change how people divorce and help them divorce with dignity. My guest today is Susie Wood, and Susie is an integrative nutrition health coach and owner of True Wellness. She developed the Divorce Detox Program. She teaches integrative nutrition courses, speaks at wellness events, and is a frequent podcast guest. After her divorce, Susie left her career in high-tech marketing, re-educated, and started her own business and is living her best life. Susie's divorce was a calling card to relaunch herself, and now she helps others rebuild their lives after the stress of divorce. Welcome, Susie Wood, to Divorce Dialogues. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Catherine. It's great to be here. So it's really kind of interesting. And before we get into the to the questions that we really had about this, you know, I thought my divorce was also the opportunity for me to relaunch my life. And I was a divorce lawyer beforehand, so it's not like I completely changed. But I, at the time that I got divorced, I thought it was really a, an awakening for me that people who, that my clients that I suspected were going through a really difficult, stressful time that I could see, right? It was pretty obvious to see it. Now that I felt it and I really knew what that was, I thought, you know what? I don't think I want to do this anymore. I don't, and, and I quit my job and I really looked around for something else to do with my life. And, and so I think that it's really interesting to have, see that in your bio, because I think that's true for so many people that divorce is an opportunity to, you know, restart your life and mm-hmm. to rethink what's really important to you and where do you want to go? And so before we get into what integrative nutrition is and all of that sort of stuff, just from your uh-huh. own personal experience, what are your thoughts about that? Yes, absolutely. I think it's an opportunity to relaunch yourself, to think what you, how you want to live your life going forward. I feel like I, I say it's like a springboard. It's an opportunity for you to think about how you want to live your life, your next best chapter. <laughs> I feel like I've done that. And it's funny because some friends of mine have said, oh, you're like the poster child for divorce, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But they see that I'm so happy now. I've completely transformed my outlook on life, how I want to live my life, who I want to involve in my life, how I want to raise my kids. And it's and I completely changed careers. I was in high tech marketing, as you said. I was also living abroad at the time when my marriage was sort of going south. And when I came back to New York, that was my opportunity to start the divorce process and then relaunch myself, re-educate, start my company. And it's been, it's just been wonderful, I have to say. It's been it's just something completely unexpected that's happened. I never thought I could do it. And, and now I have, and I'm living my best life. That's so great to hear. So what is integrative nutrition and how does it relate to divorce? So integrative nutrition is really all about looking at the foods we eat as well as the lifestyle factors and how we live our lives. Because you can eat salad from morning till night and it doesn't mean that you're going to be healthy. 
right? You can have your fruits and vegetables and, you know, eat them all day long. It doesn't mean that you're going to be healthy because we have to look at what's going on in our lives and how we live our lives. So, because those areas can cause cause significant stress. So, for example, if you're going through a divorce, obviously your relationship is in, you know, potentially in a bad in a bad place. And that can cause a tremendous amount of stress, which can actually come out as physical ailments. I know for me, I ended up developing terrible back pain when I was going through my divorce, like really debilitating. I could not sleep, keeping me up all night, which meant I couldn't function in the morning, basically. I had absolutely no motivation to exercise. And it was, it really was traumatic. I ended up going to the doctor. She gave me pain medication and ended up getting into a car accident the next day. So this is all because of the stress that I was going through in my divorce. So we have to look at what's going on in our lives. And there are basically 12 lifestyle factors that I work on my clients with to make sure that they're in balance so that we can then make better food choices and we can really live a healthy life. So some of those lifestyle factors are, as I said, relationships, Social life, we all live through COVID and we know what happens when we have no social life. It's not good. Our career, our education, physical activity, um, our home environment, our home cooking, how much cooking we actually do for ourselves and our overall health and joy. So those are some of the lifestyle factors that really need to be in balance. You can imagine any of those really being out of balance, how that's going to affect the stress levels and the food choices that we ultimately make. So again, integrative nutrition, is looking at lifestyle factors and the food we eat. And when you're going through a very stressful event like divorce, which happens to be the number two most stressful event that anybody can go through after the death of a spouse, it's really important to look out for, have that self-care and try to balance as best we can what's going on in our lives so that we can make better food choices. Because, you know, when you're, most people were in their stressful situation, they, they go for those comfort foods, the salty, the sweet, the, the mac and cheese, you know, whatever it is. Girl or they stop cookies. eating. <laughs> I mean, that happens to a lot of my clients. Too. Yes. Start get, like, it's, it's either you're a stress eater or a stress not eater, right? Like there's, I don't yeah. know, who's just like, oh yeah, I'm continuing to eat my super healthy stuff. Very few people, that takes real consciousness and, 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 and attention because otherwise yes. you overeat, you overdrink, or you stop eating altogether. And, and I find that that's yep. really worrisome for me when I see my clients, you know, their clothes hanging off of them, you yeah. know, really. Yeah. Tough. And I feel like I went through both of those stages. There were times where I had absolutely no appetite. I lit- I just couldn't even stand the sight of food. So obviously I wasn't nourishing my body. And then I went other times, you know, where I was really tempted to go, you know, nosedive into, into the ice cream, but I had to tell myself, this is how I you know, why I got into this area, this specialized area, because I lived through it. And I had to tell myself, you know what, I know, you know, my soon to be ex or my ex just did something really awful, really got under my skin. So, you know, I'm so tempted to go for that food that is going to give me some comfort. But you know what, I'm actually not going to do that. I'm going to go for a walk instead. I'm going to go, I'm going to do some deep breathing exercises. I'm going to if I had the energy, you know, do, do some exercise or I'm going to eat a salad. I mean, I know it sounds so crazy, but like I was just talking to somebody last week, fight back with a salad. He's done something nasty to you or she said something that was awful and got under your skin. Have a salad. <laughs> as silly as that sounds and as hard as it is when we're under significant stress, that's the time when we really have to look after ourselves even more. 
Yeah, I remember going to the gym and I we working on the stairmaster, and I just imagine the faces on the steps, stomp, stomp, stomp. <laughs> I'm stomping on their yeah. face. Yeah, and and I always exactly because of all those endorphins, you know, and and you know I would have really acted out all my violent tendencies, and I'd be super sweaty, and at least I did something good for myself. So you did something good for yeah. One of my clients was really into kickboxing, so she was like taking it out on her punching bag. Like you just find your outlet and and do it. That's really how you can get through this, you know, in in a very different place, and then you come out of it in a place where you, you have some good habits and, you know, maybe you're a little bit healthier and you're, you know, just have that level of self-care that you've done. I'm Catherine Miller and you're listening to Divorce Dialogues here on WVLX 1460 AM in Westchester County every other Wednesday from 5 to 5.30. And we're also available as a podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'm talking today with Susie Wood about integrative nutrition and how it impacts divorce and other kinds of stresses. Because, you know, Susie, you point out that divorce is the number two stressor. Another big stressor is moving and sometimes they go together, right? And one of the fears of my clients is they're going to have to move or they know they're going to have to move or someone's going to move. And it it just can be a super stressful time in your life. So what are some tips that people can use to help detox during or after divorce? Yeah, I think like what we had talked about, really trying to find some avenue where you can have some self-care, whether it's going outside. I love, We're actually recording this. I'm sitting outside in my garden right now. That's my happy place. It makes me calm. It keeps me, you know, really keeps my emotions under control. I'm listening to the birds. It, for me, it's, I find it very calming. So finding those things that are going to give you that sense of peace and calm, that really helps you detox. And we have to really activate, you know, the technical term, our parasympathetic nervous system. That's our rest and digest mode. And that is really critical to getting through stressful events because when we're, the opposite of that is fight or flight. And when we're living with so much cortisol pumping through our bodies, when we're in this, you know, chasing, this tiger is chasing us mode, it's really hard to properly detoxify, to to be relaxed and to even properly nourish your body, your food, your Food isn't going to get absorbed in your body as well when you're in this fight or flight mode. We tend to eat very fast. We swallow our food whole. So we're trying to, to flip that on its head and really find relaxing strategies, whether it's breathing exercises, yoga, meditation, go for a walk in the woods, find that kickboxing class, talking with a friend, whatever you can do to relax, that is what's going to help really detox your, get you through this divorce. And then afterwards, it's a, it's a similar thing, getting those habits into. Yeah, I think it, it can be really hard to do that, though, right? And especially if you're talking about talking with friends, you know, sometimes your friends are, I uh, get kind of tired of hearing about the situation or they feel that you, they've given that, that you their best advice 10, 20, 100 times over and there is no change. You still have the same problem because these can be difficult problems to fix. And so I think a variety of things and a variety of different strategies probably make sense. And I'm wondering what you think about that. So yes, it's it's really hard to only rely on your friends for support because you know, you never know what they're bringing to the table. They could have issues with their own relationships and it brings up a lot of trauma, past trauma for them. So of course you re- rely on your friends and family. I know I did when I was going through the hardest part of my divorce, but you know, you also need to have other outlets that are a little bit more neutral. 
So a good support group is really important. Maybe a therapist. I know you as a lawyer, you, a lot of people probably use you as a therapist, which is, which is not a great idea. <laughs> and, and people shouldn't use their therapists as lawyers and they shouldn't use their lawyers as therapists. So this is one of the reasons I actually started a, a free support group once a month on a Saturday. We get together on Zoom. It's part of the Divorce Detox program that I run. And we have all sorts of people on the call that are there to support each other for no matter what stage they're in from the very beginning all the way. The last time we had somebody who had been divorced for 10 years who was on the call. And it's just wonderful to come together. So we understand each other. We've been through it. We can have tips and ideas for each other, whether it's co-parenting strategies or what did you do in this particular situation or how would I ever trust anybody ever again? We ask those kinds of questions and it's in, you know, your friends and family can help and offer ideas. But when you, when you've lived through it, you have a very different perspective. And so that's one of the things I'm just so pleased about how the, the support calls have gone and how people really get something out of it and just feel that sense of like community and kinship. And that's also within, I have a Facebook group as well called the Divorce Detox. And again, it's just another support mechanism to, to post your feelings, your thoughts, your ideas, and get a response from people who've lived through it or are going through it. Yeah. You know, I think it's really an interesting thing because sometimes, you know, just speaking from the perspective of the lawyer, you know, sometimes people come in and they're all charged up by their, you know, cadre of support network. And that can be helpful. And it can also be really destructive. And, and so, you know, for you as being the moderator, if that's the right word for the divorce detox group, and I agree with you that having a group of people who've been through a similar experience is really super helpful because divorce can feel so isolating, particularly with the yeah. friend thing. And maybe you're really yes. close with your ex's family. And now that's a little bit awkward and you're not really, people aren't inviting you because they're not really sure should they invite you or your ex or both of you. I mean, how's that supposed to work? So they just avoid the whole thing. So it can be really isolating and having yes. a group of people who are going through it also, or who have been through it is really normalizing, you know, for one yes. thing. So I think that's a really, really great thing. And, you know, sometimes people give you some advice that might have been good advice for them, but isn't good advice for you. And so how do you, as a moderator or, you know, someone who's really talking to people about this all the time, help people discern what should they go with and what should they just kind of let go? Well, I think as a coach, it's not really my job to like tell people what to do. I always say this. It's real. This is why I named my company True Wellness Within, because it has to come from within. People need to have that desire. They have to have that willpower or that interest. The problem has to be big enough for them to want to solve. And they're going to be able to come up with those solutions themselves. So it's sort of, this is an area, this is a forum where there's maybe choice A, B, and C, and they can, they can evaluate them themselves and come up with the opportunity that's going to satisfy them or, you know, be the right choice for them. So I think it's just a matter of presenting, like, these are a few options of how you can co-parent in this particular situation. Maybe one of them is right. Maybe none of them are right for you, but it gives you a chance to think about that. So again, it's just an open forum. And, and when people make that decision that, okay, I'm going to go down this route, then it's just help me. I'm being there to help them hold them accountable to whatever they, their goal is and help them move forward in that direction that they want to go in because it's, you know, it's their life and they have to do what's right for them, for their family, if they have children, all of that. So, I mean, I, I don't know everybody, you know, personally, so it's hard. And even if I did know them personally, ultimately, everybody has to make those decisions themselves. 
I think what you're saying is that your life is your life, each for any mm-hmm. listener, anybody who's going through this or anything, and that right. there are another a number of of ways and options and ways to sort of comport yourself or act but and be going through it and that you need to sort through and look at the options and see what feels right to you. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the same as, you know, picking an attorney. Do you go with mediation? Do you go to collaboration? Do you go with litigation? You have to decide what works for you in your particular situation, right? And, you know, for me as a coach, I'm there to hold them accountable to their goals, hold their hand, give them ideas and suggestions, point them in a right direction, you know, in a, a direction, and then it's up to them to decide what's right for them. You know, Susie Wood, I'm I'm thinking about how vulnerable people often feel when they're getting divorced, you know, for for one reason or the other. They're worried about the finances because they weren't in charge or they're not the primary earner in the family. They're worried about being a parent because they have been a primary breadwinner and that's taken them out of the home and away from the children a lot. You know, that there are some ways in which people feel like they're going to to lose something that was really important to them. And there's no question that divorce we talked earlier in the show about what you gain from it, but you, there is definitely loss there as yeah. well. And, and loss of what you thought was going to be also, right? Your loss of right. your dreams. This dream is going to be replaced with another dream, but that means letting go of the first dream. And, yeah. and what do you say to people who are really afraid? You know, is it best to come out swinging with a big stick? Is it best to try to work on those feelings yourself? Is it, what, what do you, is your best advice for someone who is scared and really just doesn't know what to do? Yeah, I think the best advice I could give somebody is to take baby steps. The smallest possible step to incorporate one positive thing that you can, one positive change you can make in your life. So whether it's finding, let's say a stress reduction technique. So let's say you want to meditate more. You can make one very small goal for yourself. I'm going to meditate for one minute and just leave it at that. Just, or I'm going to do some deep breathing exercises today. And you take some very, very small steps to move yourself in that direction. And you can feel very accomplished and you should celebrate that. Today, I meditated for one minute. I never did it before. Congratulations. You know, this is something that's really good for me. And that positive behavior, that positive reinforcement is going to get you to move to the next, maybe doing it for two minutes or maybe, you know, just expanding it or just keeping it at one minute. That's fine. But you've now incorporated a good habit. And part of my program is really about behavior change. And we find little things that we can do, whether it's meditation, whether it's eating healthier, maybe reducing, you know, certain foods that you've been eating or drinking. (laughs) And so it's just about taking these very small steps and then celebrating those little, little wins, because it's all about, we've been through this traumatic event that has been very chaotic and disruptive in our lives. And we need to have some wins and we need to feel that completely. So start with making those small wins. Don't go and say, I'm going to you know, run a marathon in three months. That's just too big for most people. That's just too big of a goal. Let's just say we're going to go out and buy the sneakers and then we're going to put them on and then we're going to walk to our mailbox and then we're going to walk to the neighbor's mailbox. Then we're going to invite a friend to join us and we're just going to build from there. And then if you run a marathon, great. If that's your goal, if it's not, if your goal is just to walk to your town and back, then that's great. But it's starting out with really small steps and celebrating those small victories because we have come out of a very traumatic situation. So we want to have some wins. That's my best advice, baby steps. 
I'm Catherine Miller, and this is the Divorce Dialogues podcast and radio show, bringing you information and thoughtful conversation about all divorce-related topics so you can make better choices for yourself and your family. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts and on WVOX 1460 AM in Westchester on alternate Wednesdays from 5 to 5.30. And I'm talking today with Susie Coach, who's an integrative nutrition health coach. And Susie, if people want to learn more about your divorce detox program or about you, how can they find you? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. The Divorce Detox with True Wellness Within is a private Facebook group that people can join if they're at any stage of their divorce. And they can also send me an email. I'm Susie, S-U-Z-Y, at True Wellness Within. My website, again, is truewellnesswithin.com. I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn as well. And I uh, would love to hear from anybody who's who's going through this because there is definitely support out there. Very often the support that is is more common is sort of the legal support, the financial support. But I want people to know that divorce does not have to define them and they can live their best life and they can definitely find the support they need to get on the right path once they're done with the, their paperwork and and you know, been handed this stipulation or settlement agreement that's 100 pages, you know, they can move on from that and live their best life going forward. So I would definitely welcome people to reach out if they had any questions or concerns or want to join the divorce detox. Right. So I think you a little bit before the break there started to talk about how people can get on the right path to starting a new healthy habits, you know, after divorce, but during divorce, I think is really the time to start doing that because it can be at least a very you know, a distraction to have, if you have, I had a previous guest a number of years ago who said, find something creative and a creative outlet for yourself, you know, as a way to you know, learn to dance if you always wanted to do that or, or paint or sculpt or whatever it is. And so tell us a little bit more about your program and, the, and what the steps are that you encourage people to take. Yeah. So my program is it's a few month program, it's a five month program. And I meet with people on Zoom and it's all one-on-one coaching. I also do some teaching locally in Westchester at Scarsdale Adult School and Chappaqua Continuing Education and WCC. So people can find me there as well. But the one-on-one coaching is really where the transformation happens because we look at all the lifestyle factors that I mentioned at the beginning. And we looked at look at what nutritionally, how people are are feeding themselves and what foods they might want to incorporate or, or cut out if they have sugar cravings or things like that. And so we look at lifestyle factors, we look at food they're eating, and we put together some goals based on what lifestyle areas they need to work on. And then we just start chipping away at them bit by bit. So we make one month goals, three month goals, and five month goals. And I hold them accountable. I hold their hand through the process. And obviously things are going to come up that are very divorce specific as well. So I have a lot of materials that I can offer my clients. And that's really, that's a very methodical step-by-step program. And I also offer solutions for making behavior changes because we're, as adults, we're just stuck in our ways and it's really hard to establish new habits. So I walk people through a program for making those small new habits, like, you know, increasing your meditation or increasing your physical activity or working on your sleep working on those food cravings. So we work on these smaller goals bit by bit, celebrating the wins so that those new habits become sustainable and lifelong. 
because again, it's not about going on a diet or doing any kind of crash course or anything like that. This is all about lifestyle changes that are going to last really forever. I can imagine that some of those habits might be really helpful during the stressful moments of the of the negotiation, because if you're in, in a divorce where there's any kind of joint meeting, you're meeting with your lawyer, you're meeting with you're going to court, you're meeting with in a in a joint meeting to negotiate your parenting plan or how you, what you're going to do about the house or anything like that. You know, these are often triggering events. Certainly they were for me. I'll tell you that. And I'm a professional in this field. And, and so I find that. For me personally, just having some breathing exercises I can do when I'm triggered really yeah. helps me. And I can imagine that what you're you're working with your clients to do could, I mean, maybe they're not going to help pull out a healthy snack, but maybe they are. But, you know, <laughs> right. uh, but, you know what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I I work with newly single people on trying to navigate their their future, finding balance, reducing stress, increasing their energy. And when you're going through the process, that's the time when you really need to start these smaller habits, these new habits so that you can have them established. I know it's, it is a traumatic time, so it's hard to take on a big new project. But even if you just incorporate breathing exercises, when I was going through my divorce, I started meditating. I had never meditated before in my life. I've always had yoga as part of my life, but never meditated. And I started downloading some free apps doesn't have to be expensive. I was just starting out with very short meditations. And as I got through those really stressful moments, I mean, I was literally sitting in the courtroom opposite a judge doing box breathing exercises because I had to calm my whole system down. I thought I was going to faint, you know, and there were other times where, yes, when we had lawyers between you know, meetings between the two lawyers, it was very stressful. And I, I used every technique I could to keep myself calm so that I could actually be productive, be part of the meeting and just keep my wits about me and keep, just keep calm. So it is important to look at the, all of these different stress reduction techniques and incorporate so, them forever. Since we are talking about your divorce in our last 50 seconds or so, how did your experience with the divorce lead you down this path to, to leading your best life and any personal experiences you have, if you want to share to close the show? Yeah. I mean, my, my divorce was, it was very stressful. You know, it led to all of this terrible back pain um, and I needed to find ways that I could cope. So um, now that I'm on the other side, that's what I really want to help people get through their divorces so that they can live their best life going forward. Um, it's just it's something that that I just feel really strongly and passionately about and I'm happy to help people. Great. Well, Susie Wood, it's been such a pleasure to have you on Divorce Dialogues and to share your wisdom with our listeners. Thank you so much. Straight up.